Hi there, and welcome to episode 97 of the Agile Pubcast. We're still remote, we're still in lockdown, but maybe, maybe not for too much longer. Who knows? Things are easing up a little bit here in the UK. Anyway, this episode saw us review the finale of Scrum Mastery Challenge Lockdown Edition. So if you've been following our contestants, they've been doing various challenges over the last six weeks. And this week's challenge was to do a personal retrospective of their participation in the competition and to post us their summary reflections. And we were going to judge them on the reflection. So lots of learning, uh, some inspection and adaptation and some actions to be taken away after the competition and a little bit of sadness that it's all over really, but a lot of fun was had by all. So tune in, stay tuned for this bumper edition as we find out who will be the Scrum Mastery Challenge Lockdown Champion. Grab a drink, buckle up, cheers. Hello, sir. Hello to you. I'm going to crack so, open one. a can. Go on then. Well, I've got a bottle, but go on then. What have you got? Oh, no, it's, it's a bit boring now, isn't it? I've just got Thatcher's Haze. You're not trying hard enough, mate. Well, the missus went out to the supermarket this week. And I'm I shifting said, can, blame. Yeah, she got, can you get me some cider? And that's what she brought back. So, Well... So I don't need to ask you what it tastes like because you've had it so many times. I know, and I, I, but I do like it if it's a I cloudy. It's, it's okay to to like things, but it's, like, um, it's nice to have favourites. Our listeners are expecting a little bit more. So, in fact, I'm actually drinking a request. Yes, yes. One we, of had our a, we had a request. Please, can please, Jeff, can you can you drink this ale yes. on on and review? Well, it not me? not ale. He specifically asked for me to drink a cider. Oh, so I feel slightly uncomfortable with this. <laughs> it's actually one of our contestants, Mike, whose birthday it was this week. Cheers, Mike. And he said, please, will you drink a cider? Because so he's he's a Englishman in Canada. Who's also lived in New Zealand. He's right? also lived in New Zealand. Uh, and he said, the one thing I really miss is good old English cider. So I went out of my way. I went to a local shop and bought a bottle of Badger's Bottom. <laughs> I think it's technically pronounced Badger's Bottom. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, that's so, pro- yeah. Surely that's proper local stuff. From, from Winchcombe in Cheltenham, which is where I live. Yeah. So I've got a proper, it's a blend of Bramley, Discovery and Spartan apples, which should give a nice balanced cider of medium sweetness it's 6.5 percent and it's sparkling so oh good sound good sound for you mike so was there was there a farmer at the side of the road selling this out of the back of his tractor or something or was this like <laughs> we went for a, we went for a walk in the country and found a, a country farm shop that was selling you know produce and locally made ciders and ales so cheers, Mike. Here's to you. I mean, it smells. It smells I bet like... you, even from here, I could review that, and it would be <laughs> fairly, fairly uh, 
generic, non-specific. Yeah, but it tastes of apples, doesn't it? I mean, it does. It smells of apples <laughs> more than tastes of apples. Um, I mean, it's really clear. It's quite sweet. You'd like it. Yeah. How sweet is it? I'm not saying I dislike it, but um, it's it's sweet. Yeah. I, I prefer a sharper, sharper drink, but it makes a nice change. It's uh, it's much more of a summery drink for me, a cider. So, um, if any any words to describe it, and I should probably make a note of them, so I can you reuse them for future reviews of cider <laughs> when I run out of uh, adjectives. Anything I can throw in there? Well, I've got a slightly sticky aftertaste i know sticky is a texture rather than a, than a flavor but uh, i associate it with sort of sticky sweets i think yeah, it's it not a bad thing it's not a bad thing but it, like i say it is sweet i wouldn't be able to have many of these because it is very sweet yeah um but it's it's really cold it's not too sparkly right? it hasn't really got much of a tang but it's definitely got um i, I say definitely I get the impression. I don't know whether I've said, I would have said this if I hadn't already known, but it does give me the impression that it's got more than one type of apple in there. Yeah, it has a sort of a, a mixed feeling rather than a, a pure feeling. But anyway, it's nice. It's uh, again sort of attracted by the name. I thought it would get a giggle, and it and you didn't disappoint me, Mister Goddard, giggling at the the badger's bottom. It adds to the badger's spit you've had as well, Jeff, on the I previous. Have. The badger's spit and badger's blood. Work, working your way around the badger anatomy. <laughs> oh, who knows where you might go next? Yes. Well, there you go. Yeah. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. I was I was in a real pub last week. People yes. have seen will have seen this on Twitter, and I was so happy. I saw your tweet. There were a couple of typos in there, so you must have had a few. Oh, was there? Yeah. Um, but. I tell you, it, I, it just it sums up Twitter for me at the moment. Is that I can have, you know, think really carefully about some kind of pro- profound quote or profound theory, and I'll get you know like, uh, one or two qu- re- remarks or likes or maybe a retweet. Put on the fact I am going to the pub and I'm really excited. Twenty retweets and twenty <laughs> likes. It just sums up uh, sums up Twitter for you, doesn't it these days? But yeah, so I was very excited. I made that pint last a lot longer than I would normally make really? it last. Mm. I'm surprised it didn't disappear. I savoured it, saved it. Mm. Well, I had a lovely night out in London this week. Did you? Yeah. London is it looking and does it feel different with you know with the current not massively kind of lockdown easing? Not massively. I mean, some of the shops were a lot emptier than normal, a lot emptier than normal, but there was still quite a bit of traffic on the roads. There was there was still. Um, yeah, people in shops. I mean, I was in I was in a pub, and I you know I would say was it three o'clock on, on a Friday afternoon, when if you tried to get into that pub, it's quite a busy pub in quite a busy part of London. I've been to before. You would you'd have been lucky to get in at that time of day. Yeah, and I was one of seven people inside. <laughs> wow. Um, but it was pleasant, very 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 pleasant, very enjoyable. That little bit felt like things were a little bit more normal, which which was nice. I needed that. Yeah, certainly getting that feeling. Um, we had friends around this weekend, and again, still social distancing, but again, just it felt like just perhaps I think people were getting maybe it, you know uh, it's wrong, but people are relaxing. I think a little bit more than they than they have been 
just in their demeanour and then how they're going about their days. But well, I think if you can be careful and relax, that's a win-win. Yeah, there's no point being really anxious and and on edge all the time while while being careful. I think we've been doing things well enough now that we can become a little bit more relaxed. Good, good, good. So, um, yeah, well, our, our primary objective of this podcast really is to review the final challenge in Scrum Mastery Challenge lockdown as things are easing up in the UK and hopefully on the upward curve. As yeah, because it kind of, it's kind of nice it's worked out this way because it does feel like the word lockdown is perhaps being used less and less now and it feels like a right time the the kind of climax of the uh, of this event is isn't is now really yeah obviously not not all countries but we're no we're, we seem to be doing doing okay at the moment um yeah so we, we our contestants had their final challenge their sixth and final challenge and from memory Nothing was nothing was sewn up yet. Everything was still to play for. So, mm, very much. Do you want to tell our listeners what their final challenge was? So yeah, we asked um, to each contestant to kind of reflect on the previous five tasks and to have a kind of personal retrospective um, on what they'd learnt and what how they'd perhaps changed during that during those five tasks. And then send us really a summary video, not of not to video the retrospective itself, but to actually send us a recap and a summary of what they picked up and what they learned. And how were we uh, grading people? We were looking for, again, our kind of very vague uh, assessment criteria was most reflective will win. Okay. Again, reflective, as, as many, many English words do, have more than one meaning. Uh, it's a beautiful language, but also a ridiculous language. Yeah. Um, and it it can lead to all sorts of confusion, but all sorts of beautiful creativity, happy accidents and so on. So, yeah, they, they were all expected to have a bit of a retrospective and then to let us in on their thought process. You know, what, what's happened for them? How have they dealt with it? That kind of thing. So who who do we start with, Mr. Referee? Well, we have to, um, in terms of just for completeness, we didn't have a submission from Jags. So we kind of have to... Um... Jags had to pull out from the competition for yeah. for family reasons. He tried really hard last week to get a submission in, um, even though he's under a bit of pressure. We appreciate that. He couldn't quite make it this week. So, uh, yeah, no, no, uh, no shame in that. No, that's fine. So we've just got six um, reviews to do, and the first to submit this time was Team USA. Okay, so here is Faye and Rob from Team USA. So uh, one of the big challenges we were not expecting was how we could get our schedules together to set up a time to work together. It was much more difficult than we thought. Yeah, and so then we also had this constraint of the, the two of us working together through each challenge and trying to incorporate uh, both of us in each challenge. Um, Any comments on that one, Mr. Referee? Um, it was, again, it was a nice, um, I think, I think a, a genuine sense of they enjoyed the experience and that I think it gave them a good excuse to collaborate as a pair. So they had, and we, we looked at this beginning, didn't we, in terms of would that be an advantage? Yeah. 
being a pair um, pair submitting would it be a disadvantage and they did say in the video they found it quite hard to coordinate time and you mm -hmm. know to get get time together to work on things so in that respect it was but the advantage was they've I think they've forged probably stronger relationship where they're going to actively try and pair more on mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of on other work so I kind of feel like that's started a bit of a, a fire inside them both and uh, Rob certainly said he was going to do some more podcasting didn't he with a colleague so mm. I kind of think it's I got the impression it's it's um, certainly changed um, them going forward I think yeah um, I, feel, I feel I feel I feel like it's a beautiful thing we, we brought two people who've worked well together before in the past we've we brought them together to work together again in the future I think um, only they and the rest of the agile community that they come into contact with will benefit as a result so I think we've done a wonderful service there so yeah, I think it was, um, I think I, I couldn't um, couldn't really find anything to to score them down on or to um, you know to criticise. It was just a, a positive um, reflection. Yeah, I like I like the the way that. So the initial thought was, okay, this is quite difficult having two people because we've got to align our schedules. But then they made a conscious choice to look on look at it as a positive, use it as an enabling constraint was the, the phrase that um, the phrase used, yeah. wasn't it? And I, I, that sort of mindset, I think, is really, really important in all sorts of work and life in general, really, because, you know, as they say, if life gives you lemons, what are you going to do? Make lemonade. You've got you to turn shit into gold, right? That's probably not worth keeping. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that, that sort of enabled, and and they they both got something from it personally. Uh, and Rob was was quite reflective in yeah you know, he he tackled something that he found quite uncomfortable making videos. And, yeah, that was why I've written that down here. I think it was Rob's personal vulnerability. It, he kind of exposed it, it. Certainly mentioned that he was um it was something he was uncomfortable with before. He feels better about it now, and is actually to say at the end of it he's going to do more of it. That's, yeah. That's for me. That scores quite high on kind of personal reflection. Is when you admit or you, that's exposed something that you are perhaps a little bit um, reticent to share before, or if, if it's a weakness or something that you, you've really worked on and, you, and it's changed. Hmm. With it. So that was good. Yeah, and and just at a general level, the idea of taking something out of a retrospective and and taking it forward. That's got to be for me the number one thing from a retrospective. Yeah, take some time out and reflect and, and talk things through. Have an argument if you want. That can all be really, really valuable. But take something actionable out of it so that you actually do improve, you get better as a result. And they've quite openly, consciously, explicitly done that. So metaphorically, hats off to them. Very well done. Well done, Team USA. Yeah, very, very solid contestants all the way through. So who's next? Uh, next on the submission list was Vikas. Okay, Vikas, here is Vikas's video. First of all, I would like to thank you for letting me participate in the Scrum Mastery Challenge Lockdown Edition. The things that helped me was the new normal, the distractions created because of the same. There was a healthy competition and there were great participants. Any thoughts on that? So he was one of a, a couple of uh, people to mention um, misinterpretation of, of tasks, which, mm. which is a theme we'll come back to. And I think it's a nice kind of roundup. But um, 
he did i got it was quite hard to read it but there was a um he, in his video he put up a, a, a slide in there a graphic of lots of different aspects yeah, or the points. sailboat retrospective template didn't he yeah so and he went through a few of those points the one that stood out for me was that how easy it was to misinterpret tasks mm -hmm. um and he did he did quite a um Again, he, he's kind of he's a bit of a magician when it comes to these videos. That he, he, there's a little bit of, of a re reveal at the end, and he put a, a virtual background up of the of him being reflected across yeah. the globe, didn't he? So there was like mm. a nice kind of global reference at the end. We do like it. We do like a pun like that, don't we? Well, you like puns. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're the pun master general. So um... we do. Uh, well, I do. Um, so yeah, that 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 played well, uh, and knowing your audience, you know. So he he. Had, has learned from interacting and just as teams learn from their working with their product owners you know what the product owners like what the customers like the, the more feedback they get and if you're taking it on board then it might get better results as, uh, out of it so i think taking that that literal use of the word reflection i thought was was quite clever yeah um yeah he used the structure for his retrospective even though it was just him and and that I, I've got no problem with that at all. Although, although I do like teams to 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 not be com, confined by a structure, I think actually sometimes using a structure can be quite useful in organising your thoughts and letting and helping your thought processes flow. And again, he took some actions out of it, didn't he? So, you know, I, I think yeah, fair play, good work all round, really. Yeah, as as uh, on the whole, um, Vikas is is creativity. I think I'm not sure if he explicitly mentioned it, but certainly from the five tasks, we noticed that um, certainly a willingness to think, uh, to coin the phrase "thinking outside the box" in terms of how to submit, yeah, how to keep your audience engaged was certainly um, scored high. Yeah, yeah, good work, Vikas. Good work. Another, another... Thank you, my friends. Okay, who's next? Uh, Greg. We have to make an apology to Greg, don't we? <laughs> well. When I say we, I mean you. <laughs> yes, I think I used the wrong flag. But most of the people listening to this won't know. Won't know. Because if they won't have seen the videos. It's like, it's like an Easter egg, wasn't it, Jed? Like an Easter egg. So, so we didn't really need to mention that, did we? Oh, yeah. We'll edit that out. You didn't maybe. need to drop me in it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, for what it's worth, Jeff, apologies. Jeff, apologies Jeff, to Greg and all Kiwis. <laughs> Or, or Australians. I don't know who's offended most. I don't know. I don't know. You use the Australian flag, which I think is pretty much one of the worst things you can do as a, you know, to a, from a, from an Australia to a New Zealander. Yeah. Well. But there we go. We won't dwell on it. We won't. I'll never mention it again, Jeff. Okay. All right. Good. It's gone. Forgotten. Lovely. All right. So here's Greg's video. I did my retrospective as a detective to be more effective. What went great and what didn't quite right. I was hoping for sensational. Instead, it was educational. And just like Vikas, the first thing that came to mind for me was he he's taken previous feedback on board. Yes. And actioned it. And he did actually cover all five, explicitly all five other challenges. Yes. In terms of... So I think it was quite... If you're looking at certainly the thoroughness of okay. the reflection... I think that was, um, he's taken each part of it and explored it. Mm -hmm. He's obviously, he knows you too well. He's playing very to the judge here. He's, he's looking for extra points because he's using a lot of rhyme. Mm -hmm. 
and he knows that you like that. So um, he's obviously looking for uh, extra points here. But he did um, cover. And he's going to get them. He's going to get them. <laughs> oh, you, you, you're making it quite clear. You can be bribed then. Well, no, I just have preferences, don't I? That's 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 part of my value. Yeah. It's, it's and he also he also scores high with me then because he played a Queen song. And again, so it's he obviously knows that I'm a big Queen fan. He so no, but on, on that point, it was a good ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to use the phrase happy ending. You just did, but uh, it was a good, it was a, it was a good ending because it was if you and you probably if you haven't seen the video, I'll I'll describe it to you. But he played 15 seconds of "We Are the Champions" by Queen with the with the lyrics on the screen, and when you think about it, made me think about well, this challenge was a global challenge, mm-hmm. and he's basically saying that obviously he enjoyed working with these contestants from all around the world and, and at the end of the day um we are the champions of the world i think it was a nice way to finish it a happy yeah. moment to finish on yeah i i liked the the choice there of we are the champions yes uh, i made a note of that because language is really important for me choice of words is really important choice of flags not so much but choice of language really important and the we side of things so i saw something recently about how you know, a, a transition over maybe the last say 15 20 years has been an organization's focusing less on iq and more on eq and now with the focus on teams it's less on eq and more on we q oh i see so, so yeah our our ability to to understand our part in a team and mm. our teammates and so yeah i thought that was really really a good choice the other, thing, the other thing I noticed was he managed to get across his frustrations in a relatively tactile way. Mm. Tactile? Tactful way. Mm. Might have been tactile, but I'm on the other side of the world. Um, so he felt hard done by on one of his challenges. Which was uh, that? So it was the storytelling one. And yeah. I'd made a point that he'd, 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 um, he'd put the hat on for the cat in the hat. Yeah. Seuss, and started the rhyme. Yeah. didn't really take the character all the Got way it. through. Yeah. Um, and he thought that was a bit rough. Yeah. Uh, but he got it across in a in a non-threatening way. Nice. Um, which I thought was is a is a really good skill to have. You know, but he's he's reflecting on that partly himself, but he's he also wanted to get that feedback across to us. Um, that he may may have been slightly harshly judged. So yeah, I think there were some really good points in that. Um, and and the brine, yeah. So good work, Greg. Nice, nice, well played. Next, please. Next is Mike. Mike, here is Mike's. So reflecting on the challenge, I've had a really good time. It's been interesting to find out about other people. It's amazing how like a really relatively simple task can be interpreted or misinterpreted in so many different ways. And that that really makes for some interesting points of view. I didn't enjoy being judged and I find being judged and ranked really quite uncomfortable. Thoughts on that one, Mr. Referee? No, it's, um, again, so it's very, um, I've written down here, honest. Yeah. Uh, almost in the perspective brutally honest and I think it was it was the only one I think that really and I'm not not saying this you know there was was a bad thing at all I'm thinking this was quite constructive but he was the one who really singled out the process that mm-hmm. he went through 
not he went through that we played so so our role in this and how it, if our, our um review and our debriefs affected him personally so i think that was probably the one that that i noticed the most that the only one that really brought us into that reflection perhaps explicitly mm -hmm. um he again mentioned misinterpretation of tasks yep. which i was kind of glad about because as we'll talk about at the end, that's kind of how we wanted the, that to go. We kind of wanted to leave a little bit of um, ambiguity in there. And how everyone, uh, he, he certainly looked at himself and looked at a lot of the other submissions and how um, they were very different. So comparing himself to um, his um, his performance to others. But he was, um, I've written down a harsh but valid criticism. So he was quite explicit about saying he didn't like to be judged. He yep. didn't like he didn't like that element of it, and he felt a little bit like the scoring system was um, felt like. Obviously, obviously, the intention is it's it's a competitive element that we wanted to see if teams mm -hmm. could score higher than others and things like that. So, but I think it was um, there's without explicitly saying there, there was a lot of agile undertones to it in terms of how it the competition perhaps didn't sit well with him from an agile or a teamless point of view mm. oh and it certainly made me think it, it, the the points thing wasn't something i really even considered it was just a, a given yeah if you have a competition you have points that's yeah. just that wasn't even an argument in my head um but now i've started thinking well what what, what could how could it be different um he also he also challenged the, the lack of dialogue and that i think hit me harder yes. Because from a contestant point of view, they had one chance to submit and no chance to iterate. Um, and that's, again, <clears throat> probably quite normal. But just because it's normal doesn't mean it's right or the best. Um, so it certainly wasn't very agile. You know, they didn't get a chance to iterate on our feedback per task, although they did manage to iterate on our feedback over the course of the challenge, as a few of our contestants have have done and actually shown in this in this challenge itself. Um, so yeah, really, really open. Mike's been Mike's been really open throughout, really. Which again, hats off to him, um, sharing and I think helping other other the other contestants come out as well a little bit more. Yeah. And yeah, the big the big thing there for for him on uh, on a sort of reflection point of view was was how. How different, how many different perspectives there can be on something even so simple. Um, and I think he's, he spent quite a lot of time thinking about that and enjoying that. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I really enjoyed that reflection really made, made me reflect. Yeah. It had that, yeah. Kind of feeling me perhaps we were too harsh, but then, yeah. So, so, but that's, that's probably because the reflections I felt were emotionally rooted in you know genuine genuine emotions that it wasn't kind of just superficial mm -hmm. um surface level stuff it was stuff that resonated with him on a on an emotional level so that was probably why empathy i suppose yeah it's just it's just a, a, a level a higher level of empathy i felt with that particular review yeah i don't want to to go too far down a particular path while, while we're in the middle of reviewing these but on the on the concept of of points um there's no prizes no and um the 
It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because you see how incentives and different types of incentives can impact behavior uh, and motivation. And actually, Vikash mentioned in his retrospective, he enjoyed the competitive element. Um, and without the points, there wouldn't necessarily have been a competitive element. Maybe there would. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I think that sense of, you know, what do you what do you reward? How do you reward? How do you how do you give feedback? Those types of things are questions that, you know, all organizations, all teams are grappling with. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, it's made me it's, it has made me think that's I'm going to leave it there. OK, well, yeah, we'll come back to that at the end. Who's next? <clears throat> Stefan. Stefan. First of all, I would never in my life have participated in the challenge last year. It came exactly at the right point in time when I thought, what could happen? I'll just enter it. My biggest problem were the sometimes ambiguous task descriptions. I often thought, what are they aiming at? What do they want to see? So there's, there's Stefan's reflections. What do you think of that? I think we've, um, I think Stefan's grown during this. I yeah. think, I think he's, um, I think he's enjoyed it more and more as it's gone on. Um, and I think certainly he, he, he mentioned he's learned a lot. He's learned some new skills or he's, he's reinforced some current skills he had practicing English. He mentioned, he again mentioned the ambiguity in the tasks and how that was, you know, somewhat disconcerting in the beginning but kind of got used to it by the end and kind of felt he learned something from it by the end and he was just very he mentioned the word fun I think twice maybe two three times so that was reassuring that I think he's not just learned but also enjoyed the experience as well yeah yeah I, I, I've got a lot of a lot of respect for Stefan stepping into stepping into a challenge like this first of all not really knowing what was going on um and then you know when when he found out he was going to be doing something that he really felt uncomfortable with he still went with it um i've got a lot of respect for that um he yeah just like rob he's not only he hasn't just got through it he's sort of enjoyed the journey and yeah. He doesn't want to say, okay, now I've done that. I'm happy with that. Park it, don't have to do it again. He's thinking how he can take it even further. And I, again, I got even more respect for that as well. So I think that's a massive, you know, it's a great um, sort of embodiment of the retrospective, as it were, really. You know, the best retrospectives in my, in my experience are the ones where teams are reflecting on the, the, you know, the important stuff, the tough stuff, the, 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 the the personal stuff yeah and where they have grown both from success and from failure and not just leaving it like that but institutionalizing it systemizing it and you know, capitalizing and building on it so i got a lot of lot of time for that yeah and again working in you know, we say english is a beautiful but also a ridiculous language I mean, it's hard enough understanding the intention of someone like you or me, even if English is your native tongue, mm. let alone dealing with it without, as, as Mike pointed out, without the opportunity really for clarification or dialogue. Questions, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Hats off, hats off to Stefan. Well, well played. Well played. And we just left with Angel then. 
I drew a journey line of my participation by recording all the moments and how I felt in those moments during the course of this competition. Uh, a common theme for me was curiosity. I was always a very curious contestant. Uh, interestingly, I also reflected on how my uh, scores affected my levels of curiosity. So he used uh, an old favourite of ours, an old favourite yeah. structure. Mentioned the journey line, didn't he? The good old journey line. Yeah. And... He um, he he identified a theme, which is again another another favourite of ours. Find the best retrospectives either are focused around a theme or some theme sort of emerges from it, and then you can follow that thread mm. rather than just trying to tackle everything. And his theme was curiosity, and he became more curious about curiosity. Uh, so I think that he he got quite deep in terms of his reflections. I thought. Yeah, it's not just deep from, from, well, deep from two angles, really. Deep in terms, he talked about systems thinking, how he noticed this, and he was keen on studying how curiosity in his, you know, in other people that he works with and all in organisations has an impact on people's um, levels of interest and things like that. But also, he went more into mindfulness as well in terms of he enjoyed the sense of calm that the task gave him i think he mentioned sundays or he would do these on a sunday mm -hmm. afternoon and i didn't realize um so it made me feel a bit something questioning but he's um him and his wife or his partner have had a baby during this time mm -hmm. during during these six weeks or whatever it's been and then I thought, well, did we miss a trick that the baby shower was his baby shower <laughs> i'd never i'd never made that connection did you not no Okay. Um, I thought it was just a friend. Um, and then I thought, crikey, how has he even managed to do these tasks with whilst also caring yeah. for a newborn baby anyway? Yeah. So all of a sudden it opened another can of worms instead of well, what, what else was going on. So if he can, if, if these tasks gave him that sense of still, mm. even in all that, um, that noise that's going on, literally the noise at home. Mm-hmm. Then, then, yeah, more hats, hats off to him. But he's, he, gen again, genuinely got the genuine feeling, much like Mike, that these tasks had made uh, an impact on him personally. Mm. And he will continue to do some of these things going forward. Yeah, yeah. The, the, considering, apart from Faye and Rob, none of them had ever met before. And <clears throat> as we sort of set it up really they were set up as competitors although there's no like i said no prizes or anything it was just a nominal competition um they they got on really well and they had a a, a little chat group amongst them where they were sort of sharing information on lockdown and personal situations and birthday greetings and all sorts and yeah, it, was a it almost became a team of competitors yeah, it was a kind of a, a, a social element building to it, wasn't it? Kind of almost cheerleading, cheerleading each other on with various tasks and yeah, and kind of helping each other out, helping them re understand the interpretations and things like that. So that's kind of a a little byproduct of that. My favourite was when uh, was when Greg said that he he didn't feel he should be allowed to compete on the the collaboration celebration because his country was out of lockdown and able to have meals together. Yeah, and everyone else was still together. So I think I should probably opt out of this one. It's not really fair. I've got an unfair advantage. And uh, everyone's response was, "No, no, no, no! Come on, we want to see what you're going to do. Come on." 
Yeah. Um, and and uh, that was my favourite moment, I think. Yeah, going back to Anshul, being able to carve out that time, you know, quite a few people have, um, well, quite a few of them have said that actually, you know, they, they've enjoyed it, they're going to miss it. And even though it was actually something else for them to do, you know, they, they, it's not like none of them, it's not like they've got nothing to do. They, they, they've got jobs and they've got lives to deal with and new babies and things. They, they, they're inundated with things to do and yet they still made time to to uh, to participate in these challenges mm. and enjoyed them, I think is is amazing. Yeah, yeah, very good all round uh, across all six tasks. Some really, and um, perhaps before we do the final scores, and perhaps yeah, we'll we'll finish with that this week as a way to build the tension even more. But um, mm. it'd be interesting if, in terms of re- retrospecting on the uh, this idea that you you and this has largely come from you really jeff but and how it's gone and the process and how we set it up and any thoughts from you from a retrospective point of view yeah i i i've really enjoyed it it's um i've enjoyed speaking to these people and seeing what they've been doing and the fact that it's it's not like i was i was worried it was a bit of a people please i was worried that i was putting an obligation on people um, you know, something that they've, I was almost luring them into, and then they were going to be committed to something they didn't really want to have to do, and it was going to be onerous, uh, and I'd be end up feeling guilty. But the fact that they've enjoyed it has is, 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 is been really good, and it's it's given us something really um, interesting to talk about uh, and reflect on. I think the diff- the most difficult part of it was the scoring side of things. So if we if we if we were able to find a way out of the scoring thing then uh, I think that would be great from my perspective as well. But that is an interesting talking point because on reflection, yes, it has. And Mike was quite rightly pointed out that, you know, it's hard to be friends and hard to build social kind of um, togetherness when you feel you're being judged against the merits or, or achievements of others. But equally, would it have been the same level of competition? Would it have been the same level of interest? Would it have been the same level of focus that people get if it didn't have scores attached to it? If it was just six submissions and we were just going to talk through each of them? I don't know. I think, yeah, I mean, I I just looked at it. So I'm not, yeah, I I mean, I, 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 I assume there's going to be some kind of scoring to it. So that's, in my head, that's what I'm expecting. And if I was a if I was a contestant or something, I would expect there to be some some kind of scoring thing, and and the way that I think of that is that's going to inspire me to to come up with something more interesting, and I know how I would think, which is that if if I knew that everybody was going to be scored the same or there wasn't going to be a scoring system, then I probably wouldn't try as hard. Yeah, and it's not that I want to beat whoever I'm against necessarily. It's it's that you know I want to. It's like the gamification element, isn't it? I I, I want whatever they are, whatever, whatever those points are, I want them. Mm. Um, and it just sort of inspires a bit of creativity and I guess energy and excitement, I suppose. But, but that is that, quite... it's a disappointment, isn't it? If you don't get them. Yeah. It is hard to replicate that. So I think it's easy. So going back to the agile elements to this and the team, the real life team elements to this, it's hard. I think, well, let's, the easy, it's easy to replicate that if you're in a, if you're a single team in a highly competitive market, where perhaps you're a startup and you're trying to replace the existing um, 
leading player in that particular space or whatever. It's a clear competitive element to it. We've got mm. to, if we don't do this or if we don't achieve this many, this much revenue or this many users, then the other company is going to, the competitor is going to win or whatever that might be. But when you're immersed in big companies in a small scrum team, it's hard to generate that type of competitive edge or that that kind of competitive focus because mm -hmm. you'll probably don't feel like you are competing against anyone because you're such a small element but i think i do think like you said it creates energy and it creates um it creates camaraderie and on all these things positive things that can can uh, give people a single focus but um it's quite it's not always easy to replicate and but therefore mm. people don't think i think it's generally viewed as in agile terms as destructive for teams to be too competitive but i can see it as being something that can be quite energizing for teams yeah i, I like a i like a healthy competition i've been part of teams in organizations that have had a healthy competition with one another and it hasn't led to sabotage or you know bad feeling or fudging results or anything like that it's genuinely led to okay right so if they're able to do that then we must be able to do that and better it's inspired that creativity, that innovation, and just even though there's nothing at stake, just a little bit of friendly banter and rivalry, it's led to to greater creativity. Um, the it's it's a, it's an it's a well known, well documented part of motivational theory that the outside group is a big part of what makes you a group. You know, by saying we are not them, we are yeah. us. You need something outside of your group to really fully establish your own identity. And you're motivated partly by who you are, but also by who you're not. And while that can be destructive, it can be incredibly, incredibly powerful. The other thing I wanted to say on the whole sort of motivation scoring piece is that the best teams that I've seen, their main competitor is themselves. So they are motivated mostly by improving on their personal bests. Now, our competitors didn't have repetitive tasks like, let's say, uh, a sprinter has, mm. where they can work on their personal best time. Um, but they do have the ability to learn about aspects of their work, so agility and creativity, for example. How 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 agile, how agile am I? How creative am I, for example? Um, teams can work on their, their their quality aspects and look at how, where their bar is and then work out how they can raise their bar. Forget about another team over there, even if they're, even if they're in the same organization because their context is different. Hmm. And what you I personal bests that you try and beat? Sorry? You have personal bests in anything that you try to beat? Um, I don't know, really. I'm not, not so much in... Excuse me. Um, not so much. I mean, no, not not so much in in my um, professional life. I don't think, but maybe certainly in my personal life. In terms of, I suppose the closest thing I can think of now is is running five k. That's all. Mm -hmm. I'm, all I'm really measuring at the moment. Are you measuring distance or time? Uh, time. Time. So it's quite hard at the moment. So good lockdown is a good example of. of Due to monotony, is is it's the easiest way to to test your personal best is to do this, like you said, do the same thing over and over again. It would be the same track, same circuit, same loop, mm -hmm. same weather conditions. But 
due to boredom that in lockdown that's not been possible for me because I don't want to run the same um, distance in the same location mm-hmm. all the time. So I've been trying to vary it and do different routes. And my wife's a good judge. She knows where all the routes are that you can run just about 5K through different routes. So different hills, different uh, times of the day. So I've kind of paid less attention to it now because there are too many different factors. But um, that was the thing I liked about this particular challenge was that each ta- task was different. Yeah. Rather than getting people to repeat the same sa- task six times, we actually got, and everyone was going to have different strengths and you're going to have different sprints that have different focuses and different um, skills being required. And I think that was a good stretch here that what perhaps one person did really well in one particular type of task but perhaps they didn't do so well in others and i think that was a good measure really of the fact that if you look at all seven competitors if you put them together into a group and then you gave those um same six tasks each time Mm -hmm. they would probably have all scored very high on each task because they had they could stretch those t-shaped skills in in various different ways four different tasks so um i kind of liked the um meandering nature of these tasks and i know hit perhaps was quite unnerving for people for individuals on their own to try and assess and in some respects misinterpret those tasks or trying to clarify them i wonder if they'd have approached them differently if they'd been all seven people working on the same task yeah maybe yeah, different. And they probably might have even trialed different submissions and then reviewed them as a group before they sent through their best one. Well, I know that... Robin Fay did that once. They they created two submissions and then picked the one that they they wanted um, and thought fit the fit the challenge better. And it's interesting that Anshul said that. I know he he waited till Sunday afternoon, which in theory is the last possible moment to do this task. But it yeah. does give you only one chance to do it, right, or to, or to record something. Yeah. And some people thrive on that, don't they? Some people um, don't. But uh, yeah, I'd say that's why you and me are very different. You do things very early. I do. Th- yeah, I am. Um, I finish things very late. So hmm. it was an interesting one. It's um, but inevitably, you know, we wanted there to be wanted to create some kind of interest through the scoring system. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is it is harsh because yeah, we we just get you just get to hear once how we would have um how we were going to review these things so it's quite tough to hear that but maybe people got more used to our how we judge these things by the end of it and and we can't be relied upon to spot everything right like mike's mustache and greg's flag we miss things yeah so the judges are not um are not it's perfect by any stretch perfect yeah and it just just like a customer that's just like a customer that says to a team of sprint review, you know what, it's really good. What you've done is great, but I just don't like it or it's just not going to work. It's just not, it's not what we, what we need. And that's crushing mm. when you feel you've delivered everything that was intended or was, was written out or was, was worked on. We've done it. We've really pr- proud of it. We've, we've got, we've nailed this one. But when the customer says, you know what, uh, just something's not quite right about it. I'm not, I'm not happy about it. It takes so much humility, doesn't it, to to take that and say, I'm not going to throw my toys out the pram. I'm not going to argue that I was right. I'm going to say, that's really interesting, really useful. Let's figure out how we can get it right. But also, let's figure out how we can avoid that kind of misinterpretation again in the future. Yeah. 
Or maybe that's just the way that complex things have to be worked out mm. iteratively by, by making good mistakes. Yeah. Good mistakes. I was writing about that today. That was Tim Harford, wasn't it? Well, that's where I first heard that phrase. Yes, yes, yeah. I was writing about good mistakes. Anyway, that was a bit of a reminder, a bit of a deja vu moment. Sorry, mate. So, um, yeah, we, um, I enjoyed that. It was good. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you to all of our contestants for putting themselves out there for something they didn't really know what they were getting themselves into. Um, and, yeah, giving us some something interesting to talk about. The maybe maybe there'll be another series in the future who knows in in the next lockdown whenever it happens second wave it'll be called scrum mastery challenge second wave that's what it'll be called. <laughs> oh there's a nice thought <laughs> no it's not anyway um we have to we have to do the difficult thing now and we Ooh, have to yes i thought i got away with that yeah the scoring i was just about to say cheers and good night yeah yeah so leave them on a on a knife edge well, you're not going to believe this. And I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of stick for this. But I'll hold this up for you and you can you can see each of these contestants has three ticks against their name. As I was going through, I was making points and thinking, yeah, that's, that's a good thing. That's worth scoring points for. That's worth scoring points for. So although they're all different, I've judged them all equally. And that sounds like a cop-out. <laughs> But I haven't copped out of any other scoring so far. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going with it. And so you're going to score them all, all six um, submissions equally? Yeah. And I'm going to justify it a little bit more. Because, it, I mean, it is genuine. But I'm going to rationalise it. Partly for me, but partly for everyone else. In that it's not really that any one reflection is more valuable than another mm. because those reflections are only valuable to those people that are making them. Um, and so the fact that they are having the reflections and all of them took something specific out of it as well. So it's not just that they were thinking about it, but they actually did something about it. Um, and they all had their own creative ways of doing it, whether it was wearing a hat and rhyming or doing a journey line or, turning themselves into their own reflection or what they, they all had their own creative ways of doing it as well, which I think is quite important in a retrospective, making things fresh and engaging and different. So yeah, I can't, I can't split them. I don't want to split them. And actually I don't think I should be splitting them. Excellent. So I'm not going to try and change your mind. Okay, good. I thought you would. So yeah. Um, so I guess whoever was leading last week is still <laughs> leading this week. Well, uh, so it's kind of irrelevant how many points you get you gave each person, but yep. I've just written down here three points each. That's all I've done. But okay. as you said, three points. But if we're going to be, you know, if we're going to give the full rundown, here we go. So um, unfortunately, in, in, in last place, or not, let's not say last place, in um, seventh place, uh, for the Scrum Mastery Challenge Lockdown Edition 2020 is Jags from Team, U Team UK. Uh, and then we work our way up uh, up the leaderboard. Uh, sixth, final final placing of sixth is Vikas, Team India. Well played. Um, Stefan has secured fifth place with 24 points 
Well done, Team Germany. And then we have joint third place, which is Team USA and Team New Zealand. So well done to Greg and Faye and Rob. You've, you've both teams have scored 25 points. And then it was um, the, the, the two finishers, gold and silver medals here. So firstly, it's winning this, this uh, Scrum Mastery lockdown challenge is Mike from Team Canada. Just nipping Anshul. By two points in the end, 28 points for Mike and 26 points for Anshul of Team Singapore. So right. well done, Mike, but well done to everyone. But um, yeah, special well done to, to Mike. Um, very strong performance across all six tasks. Well Even done. more reason for me to be drinking Badger's Bottom. There you go, the celebration. Well done, Mike. Yeah, it was good. It's good. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, it's good. It's a nice, It did give us, um, as well as those um, seven contestants, uh, sorry, eight contestants, including the, the Team USA. They, um, yeah, I think they all got something out of it. But I think we did because it gave us, it made us think about how we reflect on those tasks and and what's we chose those tasks obviously with a certain. Um, a, a certain principle behind it or a certain point that we wanted to make, but it did r really make us think about, it gave us the reflection about how those submissions compared against those thoughts. So mm. it was good, it stretched us. Cool. Back to normal next week then. Yeah, we've got to think of some content now. I think we should go to a pub. <laughs> well, yes, it's getting near that time, isn't it? Where I'm getting a little bit fed up with setting up a, a microphone at home and staring into a camera. I think it's maybe about time we ventured out. My birthday soon as well. I know. It's a good time to do it, mate. Yes. So stay, stay, stay tuned, everyone. Make sure you're subscribed because at some point you'll notice the background noise of the pub returns. Mm. And you'll think the first few seconds we'll just leave it kind of silent and you'll hear the, the background hubbub of the pub, the beer garden. <laughs> And you'll know. You'll, there'll be a, a knowing glance. You'll say they're in a they're in a real pub. The Agile Podcast is back. It's back. We can change the logo back to the normal one at last. All right, mate. Let's get started, buddy. And thanks for listening, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.